Hi, everyone. Hi there. This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Halfway Saints. Mm-hmm. And coming to you in the midst of autumn. Oh, boy. Yes. What? What did you think I was going to say? I did not know. What else are we in the midst of? Football season. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Which is primarily in the autumn. Can you say football the way I love football. it? Football. Football. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But I've tried for years to say it just like I know. You. I know. It's, it's a gift. It really is. To me and to you. Um. Did you buy this? Sorry, we ha- we have a charger on the desk. Did you buy this in Hong Kong? Yeah. For 198 a- <laughs> Hong Kong dollars, Holly? <laughs> you gotta splurge when you're on vacation. Oh. Guys, it's a um, universal adap- like adapter charger. All-in-one adapter. Mm-hmm. Still in the original package. <laughs> <laughs> uh, P.S. That was six years ago. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Haven't used it since. <laughs> no i want to talk about this more <laughs> no um anyway we're in the midst of autumn mm-hmm. and daylight savings time ended so now it gets dark at approximately 2 30 in the afternoon <laughs> today i was at my desk at work and i like it was like 4 30 i turn around it's all dark i know remember that time when you said you love daylight savings time no okay <laughs> i love it because you get an extra hour in the fall last last year around this time well, we had a false start one time because I uh, confused the end of New Zealand daylight savings time <laughs> for American daylight savings time. So it was like three weeks ahead of time. We were all ready to change the clocks. And I was like, oh, it's New Zealand. Because <laughs> our calendar has it on there. But yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, but then we, uh, Holly and I got in this argument about daylight savings time because I was really excited because you get an extra hour and it's lighter in the mornings. And Holly was not excited about it. For some reason, we had a very silly argument about whether or not it was it was a good thing. Okay, let's be real, guys. Listeners, listener land. Everyone hates daylight savings when time. It when it starts, not when, when it ends. Slow it down. Slow it down. <laughs> parents. Parents hate daylight I'm a parent, savings. and I love it. Which is what you're not allowed Let to me do. Ask you're not allowed. One question. How... How impactful was the change this past day of savings time? On a scale from 1 to 10. 1 being total disruption, 10 being no disruption at all. 3. Isaac woke no. up at 4.40. Uh, do you remember that? I do remember that. But I like getting up early, so it's fine. I don't! Gosh. The hey. end of the conversation ended with, we can have different feelings about things. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That is okay. But I was pretty adamant that he should change his ways. But also, As was I. I was about to say... You were pretty insistent, so here we are. Okay. Here we are. <laughs> Wound is still open. Um, but it is also football season. Which I love. And the Eagles have a winning record, and it's a bye week. So, like, my oh. anxiety level can go down for one week, and then it'll go back up next week because they play the Patriots. But, oh, no, the Patriots? Yeah. Dang it. And, At and, home, though. Which, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's going to help. But hey, they lost. No, wait. Yeah, the Patriots lost to the Ravens. Yeah, they lost yeah. last week. Yeah. They're definitely going to lose again <laughs> next week. <laughs> uh, but, dudes, I love the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Now we have Eagle gear to wear that we got for Christmas we do. last We've year. Been, so I've been an Eagles fan since I moved up here, which mm-hmm. was like nine years ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be 10 old. years. It'll be 10 years next summer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I've really liked the Eagles for a while. We didn't have a way to watch games until like three years ago. <laughs> so we became really big Eagles fans like three years ago. Just happened to be the season that right. they won the yeah, Super yeah. Bowl, which was pretty epic. But it was also the first year we had our Roku. We could actually watch most of the games, so it was yeah. good time. We it was really well timed. We were only good fans of them because they won the Super Bowl. Right. It was because we actually got to watch them. That they won the Super Bowl. And because that's of why us. they won. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> um, but, yeah. yes, it's dark out and football's going on. That's summation of our lives pretty much how we're doing (laughs) also guys i wanted to record sooner than now but i lost my voice last week Mm -hmm. and it's only recently gotten back and it's still kind of shaky yeah singing the boys to bed it's rough yeah singing when you have a sore throat even like a tickle in your throat it's tough see right there proof i know (laughs) there is one day i had to have the boys help me which is the cutest thing yeah they're good. Jack likes to sing. Not at the same time as you. Does he do that with you? He sings like a verse ahead of you. No, he's good. Sing, no, sing he does that. Me. He does a verse ahead of me, and I have to concentrate really hard on what I'm singing because he's. Remember that time that someone was saying saying the like. Oh, they're the saying, Apostles' Creed. They're saying the Gloria at the beginning yeah, of Mass, and they were doing it too fast, and then it messed everyone up. The entire parish, everyone like, got ca- caught up, or they like lost their place because this one was saying it so fast. And then she stopped and, like, literally turned around. And I want to be like, you did this to us, lady. Because <laughs> it was, like, a daily mass or something. Yeah, it so it wasn't right. It was, yeah. And that messed us up. Yeah. But that's okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so I always. Will... Oh, Jack did that to us. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering how we got there. Um, but, yeah, it's November. We had a very good Halloween and All Souls Day and All Saints Day. The boys got to dress up in their Saints costumes for school. We were super oh cute. Gosh, and Blaze so got cute. to this year. He was he was Saint Blaze, so he went around blessing things with his crossed candles. I like I kind of forgot until after we got there and saw all the kids in like really varied uh, Saint costumes. Mm-hmm. I kind of forgot that we could let them choose who they would. <laughs> no, they to get be. their name Saint, and that's it. And that's it. I felt really bad. No, but, but they loved it. They about loved it. it. I know. And Jack likes being St. John. But um, some of the kids are dressed up as St. Michael. A lot of kids are dressed up like St. Michael. Because, I mean, he gets to have a sword mm-hmm. and wings and armor, so. A lot of St. Jones of Arc. And a lot of St. Cecilia's because she's a princess. No, St. Elizabeth. There were oh, some St. Cecilia's, yeah. but St. Elizabeth of Hungary. Yeah. And I love, there was one girl who dressed up as Mary and she had a little baby doll. Mm-hmm. It was really sweet. Yeah. That was really sweet seat very sweet <laughs> as well i also just really love that they go to school and they can dress up as saints yeah and like i've just been really recently very very thankful of their school mm-hmm. it's just a their culture is very uplifting and very good yeah for them so we also on all souls day went to the cemetery to visit ren's grave um and i was like i don't know if i mentioned to you i was it was awesome. There were so many people in that cemetery when we went there. Usually yeah. there's like a few people, but it was like, there was a lot of other people there. So I thought that was really cool to see. Um, Cause it is a Catholic cemetery. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, but it, it, we went to visit Ren's grave and we had the boys pick out, you know, someone in the cemetery to pray for, which they were on board with until we got there. And then they, they didn't want to, um, but we still, yeah, they got weird about it. Jack, they also, Jack also gets weird when we go, because we get a little sad when we go there, and Jack's reaction to us being sad is to be really silly, to cheer us up. So it's always kind of like a struggle with like letting him know, like, we might get a little sad, but that's okay. We just, yeah. You don't need you to 
be silly. We just need you to be with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so he always gets a little funny. So things don't always go as planned. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit more awkward than we expect, but that's okay. Um, but when we were driving back home, I forget what prompted it. We were talking about leaving things at graves and like showing the people there that are buried there, that we love them, that we're praying for them. Um, and Jack said that he really wanted to leave his red car there. Mm-hmm. And we had thought it was like a small little like matchbox car, but he meant this like big, like 10 inch long mm-hmm. <laughs> car that he wanted to leave there. That he it, plays with often yeah. and has for like over a year. Yeah. More than that, I think. Maybe, yeah. Because it was, we got it from my dad's house. It was our toy. A yeah, it used ago. to be Daniel's toy. Um, but then we realized it was that big one. We're like, okay, maybe something smaller. But then um, they, I forget why, but they both decided like, oh, we're going to bring like a toy next time. And then when we got home, Jack got a little car, like a little matchbox car and put it like next to the door. He's like, I'll bring this to to leave for for Ren's grave next time. And then Blaze, <laughs> Blaze found a string he really wanted to, <laughs> to give Ren. But Jack was so enthusiastic about, like, I actually think that he brought it up on his own. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I want, I wanted to bring Ren this, our red car. I should have brought that. Mm-hmm. And then he told us that he thought about it and then decided that he wanted to um, keep it for himself, which is right. fine. Yeah. But um, the thought of it was really sweet. And that Jack has always been very giving and mm-hmm. always, like, willing to share, even with, like... Like if we buy, if we go out somewhere and we get him a cookie and he's just by himself, 90% of the time he'll like save a piece for Blaze or he'll save a piece for Holly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really, really sweet. And when he's, he had like Skittles last night cause we're still, we're like not even a quarter of the way through our Halloween candy. <laughs> so he's have candy all the time. He was eating a bag of Skittles and he kept like, he was at the table. We'd finished dinner. So we were in the living room with Isaac and he kept running up to like each of us like, oh, here's your Skittle and sharing it. Even though he really likes it, he just yeah. is really though, giving. Even though there's only literally eight Skittles right. in those bags. But <clears throat> he always does that. Mm-hmm. And and especially when he's eating things new or new things. <laughs> <laughs> he's eating them anew <laughs> each day. Um, but he's he also has always been like willing to share things and give other people a turn. He's been, he just has a very giving heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blaze too can, can be like that. At, at times. <laughs> at times. Sure. But, he, but you know, when he's kind of in the mood, he wants to share, wants to give people things. He especially, he does do a really good job if you say, if you just got to word it just right for him. <laughs> if you say, Blaze, will you give that to Jack? Mm-hmm. He'll go and he'll happily give it to him. But right. if we say, hey, Blaze, can you, can Jack have a turn with that? He's like, no. Yeah. But once, if we do say it the right way, he is very giving. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and Jack has also, I think we've mentioned his guys, his stuffed animals he sleeps with, he calls his guys. <laughs> and I he, love it. He's, he had like eight at one point, but he's been like giving them to Isaac and to us. We have one in our room that he gives us <laughs> that's just sitting on a chair. Um, and so he gives them away. And his just impulse is like he loves something and he wants to share it with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really sweet and something I've noticed um, with other little kids. There's actually an article. Um, it wasn't like on a religious website or anything. Um, but it was just about this dad saying how his son, he had to go to some work trip and his son came up to him and gave him his favorite car. Mm-hmm. It was like, you need to have this. And like the dad was like so touched about it, touched by it and like carries it around with him all the time mm-hmm. um and i think he, when my mom came to visit earlier um in september or at the end of august um jack gave her a little like 
wrestling man that we inherited from our neighbors who moved. Yeah. Um, he like gave that to her to bring bring home with her trip, and she buckled into the seat next to her, and it was really sweet. So sweet. <laughs> um, but kids just they have kind of a different understanding of something that they love. And it's a very non-possessive kind of love. Mm-hmm. And it's just, for me, very eye-opening to understand that they have something that they love and they want to share that with someone else so that they can have something that they love. Mm-hmm. And it's just an idea that is very simple and something that sort of as Christians we should innately understand. But I think like as we get older, we somehow get possessive of things that we love. And we don't want to lose them. We don't want to give them away. We don't want to kind of be diminished by giving this thing away. But with kids, you, that's What do you think it is there. that makes us do that? I don't know. I think it's, I, I well, I'd say the root of all kind of selfishness and sinfulness is pride and fear. Yeah. Like, we don't want to give something away because we love that and we need that comfort and we want it. Mm. So, like, uh, and adults typically don't have, like, one object that they hold on to, or at least most adults don't have, like, a blanket or a stuffed animal that... <laughs> they they keep with them but we for every reason we just want to i think we're afraid of not having something to love and not have something to focus on so if we give something away there's not going to be something to replace that Mm. it's very fear-based yeah Mm. and also like uh, not wanting to be deprived of something and and just sort of selfishness and you know we want our stuff and as you get older you just get more and more stuff no i was going through today with all of my clothes and I made a big pile of things to give away mm-hmm. which was there good you go. <laughs> but they weren't things that I love yeah <laughs> that's why I gave them away but yeah I think you're right I mean it's really beautiful Jesus talks about how we should be like little children and I feel like once a month I'm like oh that's a new thing about children that I need to be more like yeah um and I think it's just because I'm trying to still thinking about the question you asked of why and I think it, part of it is our sort of love and attachments shift away from I was going to say shift away from objects and material things, but even as adults, we struggle with kind of a desire to accumulate material things and put yeah. put too much love into material things. Um, but I think it's, I think kids can much more easily have a tangible love object, for lack of mm-hmm. a better word. Like grownups can really love stability or security or power or influence and like people will go to great lengths to preserve those things mm-hmm. um and it can go to great sin to preserve those things out of fear of being deprived of those um but it's not it's not that different you know yeah. like losing influence or losing power or losing like a sense of security isn't that much different from like a kid losing their favorite stuffed animal yeah because that's what that is to them right yeah and it's just interesting how kids have such a like sort of a physical tangible manifestation of these things so it doesn't really go away we just kind of shift it to something else hmm. it reminds me i don't know if this is totally on in line but it reminds me of how i've been recently nervous about some things that our kids have said out loud to us and you reassured me that like they don't have an inner dialogue they just say things out loud to yeah. process them and so they're very outward in their processing of things. And so kind of that kind of takes root in they have like an outward sense mm. of security in an object. But then they also have no attachment to it. 
but they do have an attachment to it, but and they're I, willing to give it away. I know. Isn't that mind blowing? That like they, for them, these are kind of how they hold on to their <laughs> loved ones and love things. Um, and yet they're, they're able to, to give it away and to, I think kind of the big thing is they, they can understand someone else having that as a good. Yeah. Whereas, you know, at, we're at work and like, oh, I didn't get this promotion. You know, in all honesty, you'd probably say, you know what, but it's good that somebody else got this promotion and this person is now in this better position and mm-hmm. can make more money for their family and can have more, you know, input in the company. Like, it's not, if we're all on the same team, then you can't really play these sort of like zero sum games, you know? Yeah. Like, I forget why I was thinking about it or something a while back thinking about whether it was like jobs going overseas or like shifting in like prosperity or something like that. And we just have it very built in that we need to have things and other people having things is somehow not good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's so absurd. Like they can be a benefit for us and kind of uh, be a good for us, but we can't comprehend them being a good for something else because right. we've been deprived of that. Right. And I don't know, there's probably some psychological sort of innate philosophical <laughs> thing there <laughs> that, that we're not really able to grasp. But I think it's, um, I just think it's very interesting and has made me kind of think of what do I hold on to? What do I not want to let go? Mm-hmm. And actually in um, a Bible study that I'm in recently, I forget how it came up, but we talked about giving and kind of not what's more important, but like, you know, is, is there value in giving time versus giving materially or giving money or, you know, giving resources. And kind of the point came up that it's really, rather than thinking of what do I need to give or what should I give, thinking of it as what am I holding back is a much better way to kind of gauge your level of engagement with that. So it's not like, oh, should I just donate money to this cause or should I actually go down to the soup kitchen and, like, yeah. help? Like, it's, well, what are you not giving of yourself? You know? Like, if you don't have an attachment to money, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, whatever, like, I just give it to everyone, then that's mm-hmm. not really giving of yourself. Or if you have an abundance and it's not, doesn't cost you anything to give, you're not really giving anything of yourself. Yeah. But if it's more of, I just don't have time to go down there, I'm so busy, like, that's a much more uh, substantial sacrifice to make. It's like the woman who gave all, like, Right. In the temple. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says that she gave more than the men who gave so yeah. much more money. Because she gave everything she had. Right. And I've thought about that a couple of times. Like, I think, I think something that we need to work on teaching our kids is, like, sometimes they've said, I want to give away this thing. And, I don't know, we kind of, like, discourage them from that. Cause right. Because it's like, but you, that's really important to you and you yeah. use it a lot. But then I also think that they, because it's so important to them, it, the better to give it away. Right. You know, and I think that we, we need to do a better job of modeling that to them and encouraging them of them doing the same. But I think too, that, um, I always think about tithing as money mm-hmm. until recently I saw like a designer. I think she's freelance or something, but she can't afford to tithe financially, but she tithes by like designing their bulletin mm-hmm. and designing things for the church. And that's a, that's a legitimate tithe. Yeah. You know, it got the bulletin got a little out of hand. Quickly <laughs> <laughs> spiraled out of control. She had to rein it back in, but uh-huh. um, but I think it speaks to like that's what that's everything that I have to offer is my time, and that's really valuable for her as a freelancer. So yeah, I would. 
I know I'm she a, should also. Well, no, maybe she. Also. I'm going to counterpoint. I think it would be more fruitful spiritually to offer something you feel that you cannot give away. And I just saying it out loud, I realized that too. And she might, she and might not, tithe fan, financially, but she also tithes by doing that. Right. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with like, oh, I do have this gift that I can use towards the church and to give. But I think kind of to grow spiritually, it has to be that sort of, it's got to be a sacrifice that hurts, right? Because yeah. then it's not a sacrifice. So mm-hmm. if it's, you know, I have tons of free time, so I'm going to volunteer. Like, you're not really like, what? It's kind of like when you're thinking of a good penance for Lent. And you're like, what do I really not want to do? Like, yeah. that's what you need to give up. I know. And I think it's, I mean, like everything, it all goes back to Christ and to, to what Christ gave for us and what for, you know, God gave his only begotten son, like himself to us. And Christ gave all that he had and all of his humanity and all of his divinity to us. You know, in so the incarnation, crazy. in the crucifixion, in the Eucharist, he's constantly giving of himself because that is his nature is to be giving and sort yeah. of his love is sort of self effusive. Is that mm-hmm. the word? That's a word. That's a mm-hmm. word. That's a word. <laughs> <laughs> That's one answer. <laughs> um, but to just like a constant self emptying, which I think just to say personally, like that's really hard to do to yeah. let go of those things, like to let go of being witty and, always having like the funniest joke or always being able to like chime in in conversations like not that and it's tricky because it's not something that's necessarily bad you know it it doesn't it's not um evil in and of itself to possess free time or to possess Mm -hmm. money or to um you know have conversations but giving up something of yourself and giving it up fully it it creates it's sort of, it's a spiritual action. Mm-hmm. And in confession one time, um, the priest asked if I had given alms and I forget what my answer was. It was a wrong answer, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he was saying kind of like giving alms isn't sort of just like giving money. It's sort of giving up yourself. Um, and that giving alms isn't like the point of giving to the poor isn't to cure poverty. Mm-hmm. Like me giving somebody fifteen twenty dollars is it going to solve their issues? What it does is it sort of opens myself up to God's grace, mm-hmm. and I think we forget that sometimes, and we focus on like sort of relieving um, relieving discomfort and pain and suffering without understanding that that requires a sacrifice for it to be kind of fruitful for me. Um, and I think what Christ did is Christ relieved the world of sin, mm-hmm. and He did it through a painful sacrifice and giving of Himself. Um, and I mentioned this to you a while back, but I was praying the rosary and I was doing the sorrowful mysteries and the sorrowful mysteries you focus on like, Oh, that must've really hurt for Jesus. Like, Oh yeah. Going on a cross, like crown of thorns being nailed to a cross. Like that, that must really hurt (laughs) like physically, like being flogged. Um, but I started to think of just the realization that Christ knew every single person involved in that crucifixion and knew what they were capable of and knew who he created them to be. And it was just every single step of the way was betrayal and sadness at these people falling short and like falling prey to sin. And the people who stretched out his arms, he, he knew them, you know, intimately and personally since they were, you know, formed in their parents, their mom's I mean, wombs. he formed them. He formed them in their mother's wombs. And, and this person is literally nailing his hands to a cross. And just that, like, that kind of suffering and that kind of self-emptying, I think, is, for me more uh, I don't say more serious but like a much more intense suffering 
um, and just thinking like, how would I feel if, you know, Jack were doing that to me? Like somebody who I've known since he was um, alive, kind of suffering that betrayal and knowing what he could be and what his potential is and what he was created to be. Um, so that really st- stuck with me. And I don't know, just this idea of emptying out myself so that I can be who God created me to be. Yeah. And that, go on. that brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> it is so sad. I recently was struck with the, I was reading through Matthew and saw, or read through the, um, when they give him the crown of thorns and I mean, I was really struck at the mockery. They just mocked him. They spat on him. Mm-hmm. They stole all of his clothes. And then they, they per, like they paraded him around like a king. Mm-hmm. And they like literally just mocked him. It's just so, so sad. And I was really struck by that. Um, but what you said earlier, you were talking about like giving of the things that are like what when we give out of our own abundance, it's like, it's I feel like that's the completion of the gift, mm-hmm. is that we're given time, we're given skills, trades, money, like we're given so much, and it's not fully realized until we give it away, mm-hmm. until we can really use it for what God has given us, it for, mm-hmm. because nothing is of ourselves, and everything is a gift. And when we look at that really truly, we are free to give it away. But when we think that it's ours, right. and that we're going to grasp it, like the canonic hymn, mm-hmm. um, that like it's not something to be grasped at. Mm-hmm. It needs to be something that just free flows out of our our being. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't what? know where it was going to come free flowing out of. <laughs> <laughs> what? Free, free flowing out of our butts? <laughs> You started with the butt, and it didn't sound like being. It was a butt sound. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's very profound. <laughs> yeah, Grace coming out of our butts. There's so much of it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, um, But yes, yes. I mean, thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> for that contribution yeah. this is what i have to give nonsense <laughs> and shenanigans <laughs> my life wouldn't be the same no without I, yeah that's what i always tell you i gotta balance it out he <laughs> <laughs> always says that he's just too good of a husband he has to balance it out by being a total ding dong <laughs> i mean i mean it, yeah i think it fits um sorry were you I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I finished it. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, there is an abundance and something we shouldn't try to hold on to and, um, and, and kind of hold to ourselves. And it's, mm. I think it's worthwhile to look at like, where does that come in? Why do I feel that way? Why are we telling Jack, don't give your toy away. You're going to miss it. You know, know. like it's just kind of a crappy thing to say to a kid. Well, I think I got something weird on my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> You're falling apart. Over I here. know. But um, I think what it comes from is hurt. We've been hurt. Like, we've given mm. something away and we've been hurt by it. And so we want to protect ourselves. I mean, it's just a coping mechanism. Yeah. But we got to really work hard not to, pr- like, uh, project that onto our kids. Because yeah. to keep this innocence and this um, free giving, free flowing out of their butts, <laughs> we really got to protect that because that's such a beautiful thing. And in the times when I'm able to, like, kind of summon the courage to do that, 
like, like with, um, like giving money to homeless people and different things, I've started to like, you know, whether or not I can give money or I have a granola bar or anything, I always try to like shake their hands and, and like encounter them physically. And at first that's kind of awkward or, you know, you just don't want to do it. But once you do it, then it's just, there's just like this opening of grace where it's like, that's, that was so stupid for me not to want to give this part of myself away. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like with St. Francis and the leper and like once mm-hmm. he embraces him, he just, it's just like, okay, that I didn't, I came through it. You know, yeah. that wasn't the end of me. I can do this. And I think it's really, um, it really do be that way sometimes. <laughs> it do be that way. Yeah. Um, I'm trying, I had another example. I can't think of it. But when you, you know, just kind of take the, the plunge or you're like, okay, I'm going to sort of be the bigger person situation. Once you do that, it gets easier. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's sort of counterintuitive. I guess not counterintuitive, but like the more you build yourself up and build these walls off and say, this is me, this is mine. I'm not sharing it with anybody. The harder it is to do that. And once mm-hmm. you start chipping away at that kind of edifice that you've created, it starts to flow more freely. Um, I was just reading through the um, Magnolia magazine for this, this issue. And um, they have a whole, it's all about, I mean, it's like holiday stuff, but they have a whole spread about um, care packages for the homeless. Mm. And they put a little, like, side note um, to say it's it's a good idea to keep these in your car so you can have them available if you ever see somebody who needs them. And I'm just, yes, guys. <laughs> I keep saying, like, I don't want to be just another Joanna Gaines lover, but, <laughs> dude, everything she says is gold. Yeah. I mean, that's so, it's just like such a good tip. And I just have been thinking like, what do we have around our house that we could put into a little care package mm-hmm. that can be ready, like like a tissue box, a water bottle, like things like that to give to the homeless, which we're getting a little away from our... Uh, but no, I'm going to bring here. it back. I'm going to bring it back. Watch this. <laughs> and something that I've like, we've been out with the kids like in the city in Philadelphia and encountered homeless people. And like, I try to make a point for the boys to like, like we give them granola bars, we give them money. And whenever Jack kind of asks like why we did that, I always try to frame it as he he needed something and we had it, so we gave it to him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to kind of instill in your children that it's not, and I know, I'm sure there's tons of debate, like, should you give money to people who ask for it? And I always kind of come back to, like, why would you regret giving somebody money? Like, if you let your friend borrow $10 to get lunch, like, maybe he didn't really need that $10, but, like, you wouldn't be like, this was a terrible moral decision to give this person $10. So, you know, re- the the way in which somebody receives something that you give them does not impact the value of you giving that and it's just it's like with christ when he here healed the um when he healed those lepers <laughs> when he healed the the 10 lepers and only one comes back like mm-hmm. he christ knew the outcome you know and he did it anyway he didn't do it expecting a response or knowing that he would get people coming back to say thank you he did it anyway and sort of the the power of that healing was in its doing, not in the reciprocal kind of gratitude of it. I agree. Can I ask you a legitimate question? Lately, we'll see. Okay, wait a minute. Because we'll lately I've been wanting to create a word. Okay. Wait, I don't want you to spit out <laughs> your drink because it's such a great word. Legitimately. Legitimately? Yeah. It's like legit <laughs> and literally together. This like, is your legitimate question? Can you no, ask that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was my question? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so that with that in mind, um, how can you answer the 
response with like, well, I don't want to give my money to companies who um, support Planned Parenthood or, you know, organizations that I don't agree with because I'm giving it. Because you're not giving it, you're purchasing something. But you're still giving it. Your money is still going away from you. Is yeah. it just not the same? No, it's not Why the not? same. Because you're paying for coffee or you're paying for clothing. Yeah. It's like a transaction. You're not giving that money or you're getting something in return. Oh, and no yeah. one's like, you didn't accidentally donate to these people. You know, <laughs> like you don't have to give them money if they are raising, like coming to the door fundraising. Okay. Okay. I might be satisfied with that answer. I just think they're different things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Solid. Okay. Legitimately, legitimately <laughs> had to ask the question, <laughs> but um, um, I do think. I mean, I again, I do really agree with what you said. I just had a question, but um, because it is all about just giving away, just give away um, everything <laughs> in abundance, without even thinking about it. Yeah, without thinking of the cost. Yeah, and you know, like this is all through scripture like it's one of those things where we read it and then we don't really take it to heart i think like don't let your what is it don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing like just if you're in that mode to give and i think especially in america we have this strange fixation on kind of like being fiscally responsible and like economic responsibility and this is sort of held up as an idol like well if you're not like you're not using your money to make money you're doing something wrong Mm -hmm. and i think that's just sort of a wrong attachment to the idea of of money um and that it's sort of morally neutral like it's Mm -hmm. just a thing Mm -hmm. um and for some you know for some having having wealth could be sinful in the Mm -hmm. way to look at it some people might be very wealthy and it's not an occasion of sin because of their perspective on it um but i think just the idea of kind of not being reckless but being open and unguarded in mm-hmm. in sort of giving of yourself and we, we're talking about money but honestly i think the point i'm trying to make is it's not just money it's, it's yourself everything it's everything get. that you that you want to keep to yourself anything that makes you uncomfortable that you're like oh, i don't really want to do that i'm gonna avoid that like that is i believe that's the holy spirit working in your life saying no you're holding on to this mm-hmm. you need to give this up and kind of the flip side is you're gonna get you're gonna get back so much more mm-hmm. by giving up yourself yeah I mean, God has so much fruit to give us mm-hmm. when we give things away. I mean, it, yeah, it's just throughout all of scripture. Jesus just continues to tell us, like, just give yourselves away. Lose yourself on the cross. Mm-hmm. What is it by um, St. Catherine of Siena? I have this quote written right here. It says, let go of yourself, lose yourself on the cross, and you will find yourself entirely. You, yeah, just give yourself. Even even the things that you're not holding on to, just give it away. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, we have so much crap in our house. I mean, like... <laughs> but I might be talking physically. I know, I know. Like, the but... awkwardness, like, oh, I don't want to talk to that person because then we're going to have this weird conversation or they're super annoying mm-hmm. or I don't really want to talk to a stranger today. I want to keep my headphones on and work out by myself. Like, those little or things. Or those moments, like, when you're... Um, what is it? Like, when you're getting your nails done or when you're doing... Oh, yeah, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> when you're doing something, you put headphones in just so you don't have to talk to somebody. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think. There was like at the gym. Yeah, yeah. Or just like in the grocery store. <laughs> or anywhere. No, I don't. But I see people at the gym with the or at the grocery store with their headphones in. Really. Or just kind of out and about. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So like those kinds of times, but counter that with you need to be like 
discerning about the time when you do need some time alone or something, but um, to really open yourself up to just the idea of giving away mm-hmm. all that you have. And yeah, I don't know why I said all that thing about all of the stuff in our house, because I get that you're not talking about <laughs> just, just our We possession. do need to clean up our house. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> just, in here. So. I just have like, we're in our basement, guys. Like, oh, we just, yeah. It's a little messy. I mean, there's literally fire helmets, bags of pipe cleaners, beads. There's a card that says heaps and heaps. <laughs> <laughs> literally what's around us. Um. But, yeah, I mean, it, it certainly is material attachment, but just, you know, whatever. I think the bigger thing is, is to give yourself away because that's what's truly giving is what's giving yourself away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Did you write a song? No. I think there's a song in here. I'm not going to write a song. I'll write the song then. <laughs> I bit my tongue in the middle of that. Did you hear that? That was yeah, weird. <laughs> uh, all right. I think we better... Wrap it, wrap up. it up. <laughs> Shut her down. <laughs> Shut her down. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so I know I'm. I know this has given me a lot to think about, and kind of the areas of my life where I need to let go. Um, so hopefully, it's been it's been fruitful for others as well. I know. I really need to. I'm holding on to too much. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Let it go. That's a frozen it's song. Our, it's it's song. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. Uh, but yeah, guys, I hope that um, this is fruitful for you. And and also we, no, we mentioned, yeah, yeah, we mentioned last podcast that we, which by the way, sorry that, um, we tweeted it and put it on Facebook and you couldn't actually listen to it until a week (laughs) later. So our apologies on that. That's, um, my fault. You know what? I wasn't even going to say it was your fault. I know, but hey, you know, we just gotta speak the truth. Um, we mentioned that we were thinking of starting another project where we would look at the gospel readings and kind of provide a small digestible, um, small child friendly lesson or interpretation of of the gospel Mm -hmm. um so we've decided we're gonna roll that out in advent yes (laughs) (laughs) oh boy so keep an eye out in advent um when you see those purple vestments check the podcast Mm -hmm. um i think we're still logistically um thinking where to put it because i remember you had an idea but then i had another idea so we'll talk about it later okay great um and we're thinking of a name we're thinking of a name i wanted to include nuggets in it somehow because it's like little gold nuggets of the gospel and children are small nuggets of people and they love chicken nuggets (laughs) they love chicken nuggets so it works on three different levels but guys let's not name it that and let's uh, (laughs) if you you have any suggestions you can email us at halfway saints podcast at gmail.com or you can comment on facebook or twitter or something You'll find us on all those places. Um, <laughs> We're at halfway underscore saints at, mm-hmm. on Twitter. And find us on Facebook. Yes. There we go. Um, but yeah, we hope that we can meet you there and um, hope you guys have a wonderful week. Yeah. And please pray for us and know that we will be praying for you as well. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.